You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleburne, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleburne.com. How's everyone doing today? Yeah, cool. So I get the honor of preaching on the last Sunday of the year. What I'm preaching on today is bitterness. Raise your hand if you've ever been bitter about something. Everyone's hand should pretty much be up. If you've never been bitter, let me talk to you afterwards and teach me your ways. (laughs) You had all those limbs up back there. (laughs) I feel you on that, yes. All my limbs will be raised as well. So bitterness is unresolved, unforgiven anger and disappointment at being treated unfairly, also known as resentment. When something doesn't go your way, when you ask for a raise, when you ask for uh, your friend for some help and they say no, instead they go help another friend who you're not friends with, you just become bitter and you're just angry at that person for no reason. And the one main thing every time I think about being bitter, if I ever have anger inside of me and I'm just, I feel bitterness against a person, I immediately think, it's not worth it. What are, some, what are some types of bitterness? What is something you do when you're bitter? We're all friends here. We're, huh? Cuss, all right. Ronnie Joe's, Ronnie Joe says she doesn't respond to text messages. What about over here? JD, what do you do if you're bitter at someone? Just shut down. How about you, Mariana? Ignore. Yeah. What was that? Make snarky comments. Yeah, passive-aggressive comments is where I live on bitterness. I'll still talk to you, but I'm going to let you know through my passive-aggressiveness, I do not like you right now. And for those of you that said ignore, and even for mine that said the passive-aggressiveness, does it actually affect that person whatsoever? Does your bitterness affect their life? Because half the time it's in your own mind, right? And half the time that person has no idea you're even upset with them. So why are, why are you even doing it if it doesn't even affect them? I'm not saying you should do something that would affect them. That's not where I'm going. I'm just saying it's pointless to be bitter with someone, ignore them and stuff like that. It affects you. Your negative thoughts, negative conversations, they are toxic. There was a 30-day study done by IKEA, and they had two plants set up, and they had students go in and... For 30 days, they had one plant that said positive things to the plant. Oh, you're so pretty. Your, your leaves are so green. You're growing so nicely. You smell great. And on the other one, all they did was just talk bad about the plant. Just like, you're the ugliest plant I've ever seen in my life. That's not even real green. Find a real green to, you know. Can anybody guess what happened after that 30 days? Pretty much. The one that you were talking bad to the entire time was withering away. And the one that was getting positive talks was flourishing. Also, fun fact, that works with your hair. That's what JD does every morning. You're so beautiful. Like, I'm trying to get my hair as nice as his. I'm getting there. He does not have a heart of bitterness. He loves his hair. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes in my hair I have some talks. But yeah. So yeah, this was, that study was done back in 2011. So think about that. The negative things you're saying, it could affect this person. And when you're bitter against someone, 
This is literally what you're doing. Oh, that person offended me, cool. Let me just pick up these chains and just clip these on and drag this around the whole time now. You're literally putting the chains on yourself because you picked up an offense when you could have easily gone to your brother and sister and been like, hey, you really hurt me just now. This is how I feel. And then if that person's also a good person, they'll be like, hey man, I'm really sorry. I didn't know I mean to, I didn't mean to do that. Please forgive me. And then that's what happens, you know? But instead we like to carry bitterness in our heart because we feel so entitled to certain things. And we might be, but not everything's gonna go your way because we don't live in a perfect world yet. It affects the people around you. Hebrews 12, 15, and this, that's the NLT, but I'm gonna read the passion because I like it better, sorry. Sorry, Justin, I didn't give you the right one. You're not even here, it's fine. Watch over each other to make sure that no one misses the revelation of God's grace and make sure no one lives with a root of bitterness sprouting within them, which only cause trouble and poison the hearts of many. So if I'm talking to Abigail daily about how much I don't like Paul, it's an example. You know I love Paul. Everyone does love Paul. But that's why I use him as an example because it's obviously I don't like... I, anyways. And I start telling her about all the things Paul's done. I was like, oh, look how annoying Paul is today with his hat yet again. <laughs> oh, Paul gets to play two instruments and I don't even get to, you know? And I just keep telling Abigail these things. And sooner or later, Abigail's going to start noticing these things and coming and talking to me about bitterness she has in her heart when she had no problem with Paul. But here I was, being a toxic person, <laughs> being a toxic person and and affecting everyone around me just because I have bitterness in my heart. It's, it's, like I said, it's not worth it because you're just affecting more people and it spreads. And then when it talks about the root of bitterness, does anyone ever pulled weeds before? Does it work when you just cut the top off? Because it'll grow back, right? You gotta get that root out. You gotta get that root of bitterness out of your heart. Yes, you gotta dig deep. Because it's, it's, down, it's down deep in there. If you go back and think about who you most don't like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, so I had a friend of mine, some of you might remember him. He was here right before Easter. It was Jacob and Lexi. And Jacob and I used to be really, really good friends. And then he kind of stopped talking to me and my other group of friends because he met Lexi. And that's fine. So we all had like a little team family meeting and we were like, hey, we miss you guys. You've kind of just been distant, haven't been talking to us. And they immediately decided, well, that's just the kind of couple we are. We're not going to change. And I took that as, well, you're not even going to talk about it. I got extremely offended by that. And it went on for a long time. And there were several instances that God told me to pray for Jacob. And I legit told him no. We would be setting up for a young adult service, and he'd be at keyboard playing, and I'd be getting set up on drums or whatever I'm playing that day. And the Lord would be like, go pray for Jacob. Just pray a blessing over him. And I'd be like, eh, eh, I'm finished sitting up first. Oh, I need to tune my guitar now. Oh, I'm thirsty. I need to go get some water. And then God asked me again, pray for Jacob. Give him a blessing. And I was like, I'll, I'll do it after service. And as soon as I finished that, somebody walked up on stage and said, hey, Jacob, can I pray for you? I just want to pray a, a blessing over you. All because you had bitterness in your heart, you kept a blessing from someone. But God is able to use anybody else. You're not anybody that God's only going to use Abigail. Abigail, if you don't pray for Todd, no one's going to pray for Todd. Todd's not going to get a blessing. He will easily go and find somebody else that will easily say yes to him. But don't let bitterness keep that blessing from you. It's not worth it, guys. So the next, my next point 
is freedom. Freedom from bitterness. Everybody say freedom. freedom. <laughs> or like that. Sing it, whatever you want to do. Say it again. Freedom. freedom. So now you have bitterness in your heart, and you've been talking with Abigail about how much you don't like Paul. Now you have to break yourself of these chains and bad habits. Because for the past however long you've been waking up and immediately going to look at their Facebook, it's like, oh, look, spending more money. Oh, look, they're doing this. Oh, look, is that a beer in the background? Hmm. You're finding things just to pick and point at, and you're just killing yourself with it. There's no point. You're just wasting your time. So to break these bad habits, you immediately need to begin to speak life over the situation. Bless them. Proverbs 18.21 says... Your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life, and a talkative person will reap the consequences. So if you have a bitter heart, and you see someone bought a new car that you don't like, you're like, oh, I hope they get in a fender bender. You're literally cursing them. The words that flow from your mouth is cursing them. Instead, I hope they buy new floor mats so their floor stays clean. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope they get a free car wash. I don't know. What's nice things? I've picked a hard topic with cars. Floor mats are great. Yeah, so there. You hope they bless them with something. It's better than cursing. What? Oh, that's good. Free window tint. There you go. And don't, don't get me wrong, that's, that's really hard to do if you've been bitter towards a person for a while. Habits are hard to break. Everybody knows that. They say, what, 21 days of doing something consistent makes it a habit? So if you find yourself being bitter about someone that's been going on for a while, you find it hard to get rid of that, 21 days. Say one good thing about that person. Early in the day, middle of the day, end of the day, whatever. Say one good thing. It doesn't have to be to them. Just open up their Facebook, look at their face, and be like, I hope you find a 20 on the ground or something. Bless them. I hope the Lord blesses you. I hope the Lord gives you fresh vision. I hope anything, anything that's positive, just begin doing that and you'll feel your heart begin to change towards that person and then you'll be like, oh yeah, I used to not like you, but then we're fine now. Don't let pride get in the way when this happens. It is very easy to be prideful and be like, well, it'll just pass and I'll be fine. And I, I know I'm in the right with this bitterness. You're not. You're not. And don't try to justify your actions and your feelings. Oh, well, they hurt me, so they deserve all these curses. No. Not at all. If you're still trying to justify your actions, it just means that you're not over it. You're still hanging on to the bitterness. So it brings me to my last point. This one's a doozy. Not really. I have some sub-points in here. How can you overcome... I don't really have a quotable moment, but I have a, this is what I was saying. If you're stuck in a cycle trying to get over bitterness, it's because you refuse to acknowledge that in reality you are at fault, regardless of what anyone has done to you. Immediately when someone offends you, you need to go to them and clear it up. There's a scripture, I didn't write it down, but it says, if you have anything against your brother, leave your offering there and go and make amends before you give your offering. So I have three steps on how you can overcome. Number one, ask the Lord to reveal it to you. The, the bitterness in your heart. Psalm 139, 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. 
Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. This should honestly be almost a daily prayer for you, for the Lord to rid things of your heart because you don't know what you've actually soaked in from that day. Unless you're at church all day, then yeah, you've soaked in great things. But that's a good prayer to have. Search me, O God, and know my heart. He knows your heart better than anyone here. And he knows what's good because he is good. And he will point out all the things that he does not agree with in your heart. But you got to be ready because sometimes he'll dig a little deeper than you asked him to. And you can't push it back down. It's like, no, let me cover that. Let me cover that up and, and deal with that later. And the Lord's like, but you just prayed to me and said, search my heart. Test me and my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you. So I was like, okay, I don't like that. I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not what I was talking about. You can't be specific on what the Lord, what you want the Lord to pull out. Lord, point out, no, 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 not that time I cussed. No, 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 not that time I didn't tip that lady and still put a Hope Church card down. Was, don't. Do that. don't. <laughs> it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Not know the bottom part of my heart or the top half of my heart. Know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. If you say test me, I guarantee you it'll happen. With me, I had more. I was doing more and more worship things with, with Jacob. And it was getting really, really hard to actually worship alongside him. And that affected our worship at times. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a happy ending. We're like really good friends now, just so you will. I, I fixed the bitterness after a long time, I, I will admit. Number two. This is also where it gets tough. Confess your own sin of bitterness and unforgiveness. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. Was, was, when Jesus was on the cross... Was he going through like a, a file in his head, picking out which ones he wanted to forgive? So he was like, only these people over here, not this little bunch here, this big group here for sure, not these few sprinkled in because I know they're going to mess up later on in life. No, he died for everyone so that all of our sins could be forgiven. So number three is forgive that person. Colossians 3, 12 through 13. Since God chose you to be holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults. Right there. Make allowance for each other's faults. Everyone knows they're not perfect, so why do you expect the other person to be perfect? That's not fair to them. You're setting them up for failure as soon as they walk into the friendship, and that's, that's, that's not good. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Like I was saying before, Christ died for everyone. He wasn't picking and choosing, and we're called to be Christ-like, so we can't pick and choose who you want to forgive. If someone upsets you in the greatest way, you have to forgive them in the greatest way. You cannot let pride get in the way. Forgiveness is not an option for us. If you are saved, forgiveness is not an option. 
You don't get to decide, nope, I'm not forgiving them. What if Christ would have said that about you? Forgiveness is not an option for us. Back in, it was earlier this year, maybe it was the end of last year, I can't remember. But some of you might have seen there was a, a female police officer out in Dallas, Amber Geiger. She um, walked into the wrong apartment and shot uh, Botham Jean, and he was killed. And there was a whole trial that happened and everything. And Botham's little brother got to go up and say something to Amber. This is the video. I can speak for myself. I, I forgive you. And I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. And I don't think anyone could say it. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. And I'm not gonna say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did, but I see, I, I personally want the best for you. And I, I wasn't gonna ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you. Because I know that's, what, that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. Again, I love you as a person. And I don't wish anything bad on you. I don't know if this is possible, but can, can I give her a hug, please? Please? Yes. I've watched that like 15 times. And it touches me every time because that is the love of Christ. His brother was shot and killed. And all he said was, I love you. I want the best for you. I don't even want you to go to jail. And gave her a hug. And they said, while he was hugging her, they actually hugged for like a good two minutes in this video. But all he did was share the love of Christ with her. It's all he did. As a nation was watching, he could have said a million different things. I hope you, like he said, I could have said, I hope you rot in hell. I hope, I, I, I just want the best for you. And that's how we should be with anyone that we are bitter against. I just want the best for you. Regardless of what you've done for me, I want the Lord to bless you immensely. So we have to let bitterness go, guys. Going into 2020, leave it here. Pray Psalm 139, 23 over yourself. Search me, O God, know my heart. Search me, O God, know my heart. And be ready for what he digs up. He's not going to trim the top. He's going to dig down deep to get that root of bitterness out. 
You gotta be ready to deal with it, but you won't be, you don't have to deal with it alone. He'll be with you. And you have people here that will help walk you through that. So only have one question today. Who do you need to forgive? Who do you need to forgive? Is it a coworker? A family member? Are you even bitter towards God? That's a thing. I've been bitter towards God. Back in 2010, I thought God had taken drumming away from me. I was playing every single week at my church in South Fort Worth, and, that's, and I was also part of an indoor drum line. And one weekend, my mom told me we're leaving the church. And I was like, all right, well, I still have my indoor drum line. That same weekend, they told us we had to shut down because we ran out of money. So I turned my back on God because I was so bitter and angry at him because I thought he took everything away. And it took me two years to come back. It took me almost a year to regain friendship with Jacob. And now he doesn't even live here. He lives out, he moved back to Ohio. But we still have a good friendship. There was wasted opportunities and wasted moments all because I didn't want to settle the bitterness in my heart. And I didn't want to forgive him because I felt I was in the right. I let pride get in the way. So who do you need to forgive? Maybe you need to forgive yourself. Maybe you're angry at yourself for not pushing yourself hard enough 2019. That's okay. Just try harder next year. Ask for help. Would you stand with me as we pray? Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you still love us regardless of what's in our hearts, good or bad, and that you're willing to point out what is bad so we can correct ourselves, Father. And you do it in such a loving way, Father. I ask right now that you begin to search our hearts and reveal to us what you don't agree with in our hearts, Father, and just help us to to deal with it. Help us to let it go. Help us to forgive the ones we need to forgive. Whether it's you, family members, coworkers, friends. Just lead us in that right direction, Father. Set us free from these chains that we put on ourselves. And help us to bless others who have offended us or made us upset. Help us to still see the goodness in that person. And just open up our hearts and reveal to us who we need to forgive. It's in Jesus' mighty name that I pray.